0: This is Bedard on Discipleship with Stephen Bedard. Stephen Bedard here and I want to talk to you about the recent debate that's been all over social media about what happened between King David and Bathsheba. Was that an example of assault or even rape? Or was it adultery? Was it simply an affair that took place? And there is a lot of debate back and forth over that. But we have to realize that the reason we're even having this conversation is not out of biblical curiosity—that people stumbled upon the text and were wondering what was going on here, what was the historical circumstances. Rather, we're having this conversation over what is happening within the church. There have been numerous examples. Of pastors caught in sexual misconduct. And there was a time when we might have seen that simply as acts of adultery. Uh, two consenting adults having sex uh, and it being wrong because one or both of them were married. But now we are beginning to see that there is something else going on here. That there is a power differential. That because of the authority that a pastor has, the person in their congregation uh, may not have the ability to truly consent to what is going on. There is a, a way in which it's... Uh, Not just about two people attracted to each other, but a person abusing the authority that they have. And so because of that, people are going back to this this passage. And so we're going to take a look at what the passage says. But we need to understand this, uh, of why this conversation is taking place. And we will come back to that. But let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 11 and the first five verses. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab with his officers and all Israel with him. They ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon when David rose from his couch and was walking about on the roof of the king's house. that he saw from the roof a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. David sent someone to inquire about the woman. It was reported, This is Bathsheba, daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. So David sent messengers to get her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now she was purifying herself after her period. Then she returned to her house. The woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. Of course, the the story continues on from there, but that's the the passage that we need to take a look at. And so what is happening in this passage? Is this a matter of uh, David just happened to encounter a beautiful woman that he was um, attracted to, and then he propositioned her, and she was interested and so they had sex and it ultimately led to a pregnancy. Is that what was going on? Uh, in that case, it would be simply a matter of David being guilty of um, of adultery, of uh, um, disrespecting the marital bond between Bathsheba and Uriah, aside from Uh, David's own relationships with uh, his other wives. He has multiple wives at this point. Is that what's going on? Or is there something else going on here? Something more evil than simply adultery? And this is the the conversation that people have had about this. Because uh, there's no indication that... um, that Bathsheba was brought over uh, by force and that the the people who, who brought her over, uh, they don't seem to be using violence, at least it's not described here. And uh, when she is brought over to David's palace, uh, we're not told, uh, again, that he used violence to uh, to rape her in the way that we often think about rape. And so people have tended to see this as simply being about adultery. In fact, in the Bible I'm reading from here, the little title that is given for this paragraph is David Commits Adultery with Bathsheba. And so that's what they see as happening. Uh, Some people even look at the fact that Bathsheba was bathing on the roof as an indication that she wanted to be noticed. And that she was open to uh, having sexual encounters uh, besides her husband, uh, who was away at, uh, in battle. Um, now, that actually, the fact that we're asking that question really goes to a modern discussion that we have that's been ongoing, where people will look at how uh, certain uh, girls or women dress and suggest that maybe they have brought this on themselves if uh, they are dressing in ways that are not very modest that draw attention and so when uh, someone assaults them then maybe they have some responsibility in that and I'm hoping as a society we are getting beyond that that we're realizing no matter how a person dresses Uh, that that never gives another person the right to uh, take them sexually against their will. Uh, There's never an excuse for that, no matter what. Uh, We might disagree uh, with how someone dresses. We might not like how someone dresses. But it never excuses sexual assault. And so when people talk about Bathsheba here like this, it is really... Uh, Going along the same lines. Uh, Even if she was uh, bathing in this way and uh, was even open to seeing for people seeing her like that, that would never uh, give another person the right to take her uh, without her full consent. So, uh, what is happening here? Is it to look at this and see something uh, more sinister? then adultery, is this reading back into the ancient text our modern ideas of power dynamics? Well, certainly the way we describe it is reading back, but there was a power dynamic. Um, David and Bathsheba were not equals. They were not uh, people who... Uh, really could both give consent in the same way, on the same level. Uh, for one thing, Bathsheba was a woman, so in that culture, just based on that, she would not have had uh, the full rights to respond the way she would want. Uh, even though in the, um, the study Bible that I am reading from here, uh, and I won't mention which one it is, Uh, this is what it says in um, the notes for this passage. It says, um, He sent for Bathsheba. She then made her decision. She knew that the king was not asking her to come for a mere innocent conversation, but she was a married woman. All she needed to do was decline the invitation, even though it had been made by the king. So, really, did she have the freedom to simply decline and say, I'm sorry, David, uh, I am uh, I'm happily married, uh, I'm not interested in coming over, and uh, I'm just going to stay here. Did she have the right to do that? Probably as a woman, she did not have uh, the, the ability to do that. Also, the fact that she is a subject of King David, David is not just another man in the neighborhood, but he's the king of Israel, and really what he says goes, and... Uh, There is not much that can be said about it. Plus, uh, her husband, Uriah, is in the military. Uh, He is one of uh, David's great warriors. And whatever decision she makes uh, is going to affect him as well. In that, uh, if she resists David, uh, David has the power to cause great problems for Uriah, as we ultimately end up seeing, because uh, David uh, sets things up so that Uriah is eventually killed, uh, because things don't go the way David wants. And so there definitely is not uh, an equality here. Uh, So we have to ask the question, did Bathsheba uh, really have the freedom to say to the messengers that were sent over, Uh, Thank you, but no thanks. uh, I'm not interested. Or did David have the authority to make happen what he wanted to happen? And it seems here that there really was a, a power dynamic at work. And even though they might not have talked about it in that way, and perhaps they didn't even understand it the way we understand it today, but that doesn't mean that it was okay. It doesn't mean that it was right. Uh, an example that would be looked at is uh, how um, uh, masters were with their slaves, uh, even in the United States, where they would uh, abuse their slaves and and maybe uh, even uh, as as often reported, uh, having taken advantage of their female slaves sexually and. Obviously, the, the slave women did not have the right to say no there. They, uh, even if the person, the master, did not uh, physically beat them or physically force them, uh, there definitely was a, a power dynamic there. and they, they would never have talked about it in that way. And maybe it was even accepted within the culture that the master could do whatever they wanted with the slaves. But we know that that was wrong. It's not just that it would be wrong today. It was wrong when it happened then. And it was wrong for any royalty in the ancient world to uh, abuse their authority and to uh, take advantage of those who had less authority than them. And so I think that we can say that uh, what happened here Uh, between David and Bathsheba was more than just an affair, more than just adultery. It was David abusing the authority that he had. He knew that he could make this happen uh, with Bathsheba having no real say in the matter. And so we see that this is indeed uh, abuse uh, of some kind. Um, And it's not just adultery. But again, we are having this conversation because there are people who are not happy with the shift that has come about in how we are seeing pastoral abuses. Uh, This has really blown up in terms of the Southern Baptist and the report that has come out about that. Uh, We have seen that in uh, other... Examples such as uh, Bruxy Cavey, who I've uh, talked about uh, previously, uh, who has repented of committing adultery, and yet there are uh, many people who are claiming that what happened there was not uh, a matter of uh, simple adultery, but of him abusing his authority, especially because it was in a a counseling relationship, and that that caused... uh, uh, because of that power difference, that was abuse, that the, the person that he had sex with was not able to give full consent the way um, it would be required if, if it was simply a matter of adultery. And so I think that people are going back to this passage because they don't like the idea that this, that the church is full of abuse. And nobody likes the idea of the church full of abuse. But the fact is uh, pastors are abusing and that is what is happening. It's not simply a matter of two consenting adults on the same level with the the same ability to say yes or no uh, coming together and having illicit sexual relations. That's not all that is happening. It is about pastors and other leaders abusing the authority they have, just as David abused the authority that he had. And we need to take this serious. And the fact that there are people trying to defend this and to uh, perhaps saying, well, this is just another example of, of uh, people having a little bit too much uh, sexual energy and making a, a poor decision. Uh, it is much more than that, and there is a, a greater need of repentance in, uh, in our churches over what is going on. What do you think? Do you think that the situation with David and Bathsheba was adultery, or do you think it was abuse? I would love to hear your comments. Uh, please visit me at my website, stephenjbedard.com, and God bless.